everybody. Before we start this next episode, Angelica and I have an exciting announcement to make. We're going to be opening up our calendars to three to five individuals or couples who are serious about building a business of their own and creating a substantial income. To apply, go to ethoslegion.com forward slash join. Not everyone is accepted. We're only looking for those who are ready to run with us. And if that's you, go to ethoslegion.com forward slash join now. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Becoming Super Podcast. I'm Angelica, and in 19 days, Councilman. Oh, and I'm Scott, (laughs) Councilman. Staying Councilman in 19 days. (laughs) But uh, uh, anyways, I just want to take a moment for you guys. Uh, We really appreciate uh, some of y'all taking out the time to actually give us a review and uh, that share our content. If you Like I said, if you find anything uh, that we say valuable or you can use it and start implementing it, uh, into your daily lives, into your business. Uh, we really appreciate that and uh, help us reach other people by just sharing uh, what's helped you out with other others. Yeah, and uh, you can always message us on Instagram at ethos underscore legion and let us know you know, if anything's helping you, if you have questions. We love talking to you guys. Or if you'd like to, uh, for us to tackle, tackle a, a topic. Yeah. I think I try to combine those two words together. That's all right. <laughs> All right, but to on to today's topic, we're going to be talking about uh, dream killers. Yes, and uh, and exactly what what is a dream killer? Well, they're things that can hold you back from achieving the dreams that you have for your ideal life. Um, they can not just you know delay some of those things, but they can actually cause some people to just never achieve them or never even try for that matter. Yeah, and some people just stay stagnant. Uh, these can be internal. Or external dream killers. Yeah. Uh, I don't even think we planned on like identifying the two, but I'm sure as we name them, you'll be able to identify which is which. Um, so we're just going to name some of the top factors that we experience as ourselves. Um, mm-hmm. I think a big one is um, fear. I think that's probably one of the biggest ones for yeah. a lot of people. I mean, it's really scary to, you know, go after a dream because you don't know if you're going to be able to achieve it or, you know, if it's going to happen the way you want it to, which uh, just to burst your bubble, it's never going to happen the way you want it to. Yeah, you're always going to run into a little bit of objections and climb some mountains. Life will always uh, change your plans, but that's okay. Uh, We always say keep the goal, change the plan. Um, Also with fear, there's different types. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, the fear to talk to people. Um, the fear of failure, the fear of rejection, I think, is a big one, especially yeah. in today's society when everything everybody's talking over social media. So, like, talking to somebody face-to-face and having that rejection and taking it personally, mm-hmm. um, especially with network marketing, if you offer an opportunity, just remember that they're saying no to the opportunity and not necessarily to you. Yeah. And so you don't want to burn that bridge because their circumstances might change uh, down the road. Yeah. So. But you know what's interesting about fear? Who is the like least fearful type of person that you've ever met? It's mm. children. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, fear is a learned thing. We kind of impose it on ourselves. I think they only really have two we're, fears. We're born with like two fears. Yeah, I think one is falling and I can't remember the other. Loud one. noises. Loud noises. That's yeah. what it was. Yep. But for the most part, if you watch kids, they are fearless. Like they will run and jump and dive and climb and like they don't care about their safety (laughs) or anything they'll just walk up to anybody and start start a conversation Um, they're just completely fearless and it's because they don't know that they should be afraid of all of these random things and you know we kind of get it 
instilled into us like oh don't talk to strangers you're gonna get kidnapped and don't climb that tree you're gonna fall and break your arm and don't do this you're gonna get hurt and little by little it kind of chips away at that you know that outgoing personality yeah that that desire to just try and and adventure and learn and do things yeah um and that's what that's what we always say is that you know with network marketing you can it's so easy that an eight-year-old could do it the problem is, is that now you are an adult, and you've you've learned these fears, mm-hmm. so you have to overcome them. Um, is it for everybody? No, but it is easy that an eight year old could do it because they can sit there. It's simple, exactly. Yeah. Uh, they can just they can just go run up and talk to anybody. Yeah, they do exactly. it all the time. I think I think I had a little instance. Uh, just just for example, I went over to uh, my cousin's house, who's helping us with the wedding, and. Uh, and I met my 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 cousin's little boy, so I guess he was my cousin too. But he's never met me, and he just like was running around. He just ran straight into my lap and hugged me and just sat there for a hot minute. Yep. And never met me in his life. And Didn't just, even ask who are you. <laughs> nope. He was just like, hey, I'm sitting here, and then he just took off again. Took off running <laughs> again. So that's that's a that's an example right there. Um, but fear can absolutely paralyze a person if you let it. You cannot let it get to that point, to the point where it paralyzes you. Yeah. And that's, I think that's, um, that should be, it's imperative to understand. You yeah. Know, you shouldn't let that paralyze you. Because um, just for instance, if you let fear paralyze you in a, in a, in a high stress situation, like uh, I just think I just saw a video of a mountain lion chasing a guy for five minutes. Uh, he kept his cool and got out of the situation. If you haven't seen that video, you should go check out that video. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you would stay still, maybe it doesn't turn out so well yeah so yeah and uh i know that i've worked through a lot of my own fears and just be patient with yourself you know a lot of times we've developed these fears over years and years and years and you're not going to just wake up tomorrow and be like i'm not afraid of this anymore you can definitely make that decision but it's going to take some practice for you to kind of not feel that fear anymore and that's okay so uh won't you let the people know what were some of your fears um well kind of uh diving into another area of dream killers one of my biggest one was insecurities Mm. uh fear of rejection um just basically fear of talking to people in general because i was a people pleaser for most of my life (laughs) (laughs) and i wanted everyone to like me which is never going to be the case um especially if you're going to be successful you're always going to have haters yeah so <laughs> uh but yeah i had i had to take a long time to really grow myself and take a lot of action to overcome those fears and it's still something i work on every day i still have that initial knee jerk reaction like i just want to like look down and play with my phone instead of making eye contact with people but i force myself you know, I'm never going to make new friends or accomplish what I want to accomplish if I'm not taking those actions. Exactly. And um, actually, to kind of uh, dive into that, too, is one of my fears was actually uh, a fear of being successful. I know that sounds odd. Like, why would anybody fear that? I think that's a fear that a lot of people have, actually, <laughs> because that means more responsibility. More, more responsibility. you got more eyes on you, and you're, you're obviously leading a, a, a company. Um, a team of entrepreneurs, uh, you know, you're leading by example. And so you got eyes watching you. So that can be a lot. So, so I found out that was quickly one of my fears. Um, it's a little odd, but I think some people out there might be able to connect with that. Um, 
because that can hold you down just as much as anything else. You know, yeah. you're always saying that comfort zone. You know, you'll push a little bit, but then it gets, then you'll start to kind of mm-hmm. hold back the rain, like pull back the reins a little bit. Uh, but a good way to overcome fear, and you might not like it, is to actually just take action on it. Yep. That's, that's just going to be the, that's the formula. That's mm-hmm. it right there. If you're afraid of it, you just need to do enough of it where it becomes um, second nature. But here's also the trick, is that if you stop for a little while, it can sneak back up on you. So. It gets harder to restart. <laughs> so a uh, perfect example of this is when I was trying to overcome my fear of just simply talking to people. Um, I would have make it a goal for myself to go out and compliment five people mm-hmm. a day. And that was a lot less scary for me awesome. than like, I'm going to go out and like, you know, meet five people and get their phone numbers or something like that. So I would just go out and, you know, whoever I saw, I would be like, hey, I love your shoes or, oh my gosh, your hair is so pretty or your outfit is so nice or that's a cool watch or something like that. And just paying that little compliment helped me to overcome my fear of talking to people, but it also made somebody else smile because Mm -hmm. a lot of times everyone's kind of ignoring each other and, you know, a lot of people don't get like attention, attention or just, compliments. They're invisible. Yeah. yeah. So. So you put a smile on somebody's face, but that is really an easy way to just talk to people. Just start by saying, "Hey." Like, yeah. you, don't, you don't have to try and grab a number. You don't have to try and like introduce the business or anything like that. Just simply say, "Hey," and then build upon that. One week, yeah. say, "Hey." Next week, say, "Hey, how are you?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you know, little <laughs> things like that. I, I know it sounds. Uh, weird and it sounds like that will never work but it really does because it slowly starts to build your confidence up um but moving on i know angelica just touched on it was insecurity Uh, these are insecurities about ourselves our skills and what we have to offer Mm -hmm. to the world um a big thing for again um obviously if you're having the fear of success i obviously have insecurity about you know uh what i have to offer to the world so uh i think angelica could attest for this is that um I've actually been doing videos mm-hmm. of myself, and uh, you should have seen me at the very beginning. <laughs> it was it was not very pretty. It uh, wasn't that bad. Yeah. <laughs> but it's how much better is it it's now? It's so much better now. And I'm, I'm not perfect at all. Like, I'm still working on the videos and, like, putting a little bit more emotion into yeah. <laughs> into my voice. Because uh, I'm, I'm a very face-to-face person, so I have no problems putting emotion there. It's hard for me to... Uh, put it into a microphone or on a video when there's yeah. no facial uh, reaction. But I'm still working on it, yeah. and it's gotten better. Well, and just like this podcast, we know that you know we're just going to continue to get better and better at it. You know, absolutely, so. yeah, yeah. A lot of people say you know it, it takes what about forty, maybe forty to sixty to find your voice or something yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, insecurities could definitely be one. Um, but they can start turning into confidence as you prepare and you, you learn through those audios, books, and through the organization, organizations, yeah. like, organizational skills or through your organization. Yeah. 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 So growing your skills and growing yourself as a person will yeah. help you overcome those insecurities. Yep, exactly. So it's just personal development there. And over time, those uh, insecurities will start fading out um, once you start putting them into action. Yep. So you want to hit the next topic? Yeah, so the next dream killer we wanted to mention. We see this one quite a bit. <laughs> yes, is skepticism. That was a quote one of our partners put up. Yeah, uh, so recently one of our business mentors said, I would rather be rich because I was curious than broke because I was skeptical. And <clears throat> yes. Man. 
that <laughs> that lights a fire under Scott. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of things out there in the world right now. There's a lot of um, not so good things that are yeah. out there. So it's good to have a little bit of skepticism and a little bit of caution and making sure that you are doing the necessary like research and stuff before you get involved in anything. Obviously, we've talked about that. Um, but if you are so skeptical that, you know, unless it's like this thing that I've heard of for 80 years and I don't even want to like know anything about it, the world is moving at such a fast pace and things are developing and changing and growing and just like coming to fruition out of thin air that you can't really afford to have that mentality anymore. Yeah, and a perfect example of this is actually, I do believe that I got uh, introduced to uh, the network marketing business at the age of uh, 18 while I was in college, or maybe I was 19, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Anyways, I was very skeptical and didn't even ask questions. As soon as I saw what he was drawing up, I was already shutting down. and it was just, it was just, uh, I wish I didn't because yeah. when I got introduced again about what, 10 years later, 11 years later, uh, I could have had like, I could have had a 10 year jump start yeah. uh, into the business. Uh, but you know, everything happens in its own time. But still, going back and look at how skeptical I was, I just said no, didn't listen to him, mm-hmm. didn't meet with him again. Uh, I already made my mind in the first five minutes that he was talking to me because I didn't really want to be there. I, yeah. just, I was just worried about getting to a party. Yeah. And so, um, you know, that's one of those things. Um, where obviously I matured um, over through the tw- over my twenties, and then you know was slowing down, like looking at all the opportunities out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I mean things change all the time. We're, we're talking about like I mean look how fashion has changed from the seventies, eighties, nineties, and even like today. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, or even like uh, one thing I was just thinking of is like Uber. For yeah. example, if somebody had approached you about <laughs> Uber in the nineties, if they were like. Hey, what if you could just tell a stranger your location and they'll come pick you up? <laughs> People would be like, "Are you freaking nuts? Like you're a crazy person." Or like And now look at us. Or, you know, grocery delivery. They're like, "Oh, what if you could just hire a stranger to bring you your groceries?" They would be like, "Are you insane? Like, no, I'm going to the grocery store myself. I'm not giving a stranger my address." Or even just about the technologies that we use today, yeah. like the internet, for instance, like, "Well, they just said no to that." Like, yeah. "No, I'm good." That yeah. is hell. That sounds too far fetched. You know, exactly, like a fantasy, yeah. like cell phones. I mean, I think that guy got the idea from Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> so. um, but yeah, I'm, as you guys know, the world is changing very rapidly. Um, and there are a lot of new opportunities out there. So don't be so skeptical that you're going to shut your, your mind off to anything. Um, but do have that, you know, healthy dose of caution and making sure that you're yeah. doing your research, um, asking questions. Yeah. And really understanding what it is. Exactly. Uh, the next one is really just um, the one I really don't have time for. Um, <laughs> is <laughs> sorry, I'm going to be blunt. I'm not a big fan of this. Maybe it was instilled from my parents. Uh, but inactivity or just laziness, mm-hmm. um, I don't have time for. Yeah. So I think there there's a little bit of differentiation there, um, and I'm going to poke at myself a little bit right now. Um, for a long time, I did not take any action whatsoever. And that came from my insecurities, but also just being a procrastinator um, because I would get stuck in like trying to perfect everything. So I thought everything had to be like peak perfection before I could execute on it. And that's just not going to happen. Like there is no like perfection state, especially in entrepreneurship and in business. Um, You know, the old saying like it's better done than perfect or something like that. 
Um, so there's a little bit of differentiation there. But then the laziness side of it, you know, you have a lot of people that will sit and watch Netflix for six hours when they get home or play a bunch of video games or spent, you know, save their whole Sunday for watching sports. And that's a lot of time wasted that, mm-hmm. you know, you're kind of not doing the things that you say you want to do. Yeah. And we're, I mean, we're guilty of that, too. I mean, we just finished Blah Manor. So <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, we're like we're sitting there doing editing on some videos and stuff like yeah. that. Not like not being complete lazy yeah. but you know we have our moments as well we're not saying that you know you shouldn't enjoy yourself every now and then but don't yeah, make it exactly. a very like everyday consistent activity um the, the thing is is like you just can't get stuck or overwhelmed I, I know that can lead to inactivity which is fine i understand inactivity i don't understand laziness and i don't understand because laziness will lead to victimhood and excuses mm-hmm. um for the most part i'm not saying everybody's like that maybe people have just you know haven't found their passion Mm-hmm. Um, so to speak, but for the most part, what I've seen is that um, that that laziness can lead to those excuses. And I just hate to break it to you, but life is going to be tough. It's going to be tough whether you're poor or you're rich. So you just got to choose your tough. Yeah, <laughs> every everyone's going to have their battles, no matter their economic status. And yeah. people seem to forget that you know money doesn't fix everything. Um, I mean, it fixes I mean, a lot, can, a lot more though. Uh, I, mean, I mean, I'd rather have money and be able to, you know, work on some of those do. problems. But yeah. um, don't just think that, you know, just when I get money, I'll have no problems. You're gonna yeah. have problems. You'll still have problems, but maybe a little less so. And then you can actually, you know, you can sow into others. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, maybe an organization that you're very passionate about. You know, you can put pump money into that, or start your own, or start your own school. You know, whatever it may be. Um, but also, I wanted you to understand that with that, with some of the laziness, people think oh, uh, we want equal outcome, but they don't want to put in the work. Uh, but I'm sorry, I'm, I'm all for equal opportunity, but you know, I'm not, I'm not all for equal outcome because my drive might be different from somebody else's. Yeah. And you know, I don't want them getting what I have because of now we're trying to push for equal outcome. Yeah. Um, and that's getting a little deeper into some other things. <laughs> we'll but, save that for another time. <laughs> yeah, episode. we'll save that for another time. But equal opportunity doesn't necessarily mean equal outcome, and it shouldn't because every you, you might work harder than the next person, so you deserve more. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Everybody, and like I said, everybody has 24 hours in a day, so there's no reason. I, I hear the excuse, too. I know I'm dragging this one on, but I always, always get the excuse that, um, you know, we don't have time. Well, you know, welcome. Every, nobody... Yeah, we're all busy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we're all busy. Um, so, you and, know, you just got to choose your busy. Yeah. Well, and to kind of just keep that conversation going for a second, yeah. uh, busy is not like a trophy that you should hold up and mm. say, look at me, look how busy I am. What A lot of people do that, and a lot of those people are not actually achieving much uh, outside of like running themselves into the ground with a never ending to do list that they never complete. So don't focus on your busyness. Don't focus on your lack of time. Focus on your priorities. And your productivity. And your productivity. Yep. Are you getting a step closer? Are you yeah. Are you better than you were yesterday? That's the goal. Even if it's one or a half step, you're better than you were yesterday. Yep. <laughs> um, all right. So we're just moving on to the next topic here. And it is actually moral muck. And that is a path of progressive deterioration. Yeah. I think I said that right. Yeah. <laughs> 
I think my country accent comes out. And <laughs> no, that's, that's good. That's, that's my good. enunciation problems I'm having. So I actually <laughs> read about this one in the book that I'm currently reading called Dynamic People Skills um, by Dexter Yeager. And I thought it was really interesting because it's something that I don't think a lot of people would really think about as a dream killer. But uh, basically, it's the concept of when you start to compromise your morals, mm. even just a little bit. You know, it get it's a slippery slope. We're seeing a lot of that today. It's basically, yeah, you get stuck in the muck. So you start with a little lie. It gets easier to lie some more. And little by little, you know, you keep sinking deeper and deeper into that muck. Your lies get bigger and bigger. And what ends up happening is that it starts to, like, feed on your self-esteem and your dignity and your motivation and it starts to eat away at those things because you are going against what you know is right yeah and basically you're not aligned with yourself um, because you have your certain morals that you go by so you know that's just eating away at it so you have to figure out which wolf to feed you know you're gonna you're gonna feed the lazy one you're gonna feed the hungry one that wants to go and do something so we both have them they both will always be there you just have to feed one more essentially yeah. you know the work hard or or not to work hard um but like this like she said this moral muck can actually get you uh destroys yourself same your motivation your dignity you don't want to get there all right so that was quick about moral muck and so we're just going to move on into one of the final ones really um is going to be uh past your past yes and this could be and we're just going to group all this together we got past family and friends yeah so I know for myself, um, there are a lot of things in my past that I let basically haunt me mm. uh, for a really long time that I should not have. So those things from my past that I kind of let, you know, keep creeping in on me in my my present self or my future self. Mm-hmm. Um, I let them let me feel less of a person, uh, less than worthy, um, like I wasn't good enough. Why am I trying to achieve these things? Um, I kept thinking of myself as that past person. Instead of as somebody that she's becoming. Instead, Yeah, instead of the person that has overcome those challenges and overcome those hardships and learned and grew and became you know, a better version of myself. And I'm becoming an even better version of myself right now. And I am so proud of you and how far mm-hmm. you've come. Thanks, babe. So these, uh, what she's talking about, too, is that these could be in the forms of failures that you've had. Mm-hmm. Uh, negative talk, which is a good, a big one. And that's just negative self-talk. That's negative talk from family and friends, mm-hmm. uh, which is very common as you start to venture on a new business. Yeah. Um, I hate to break it to you, but your family and your friends might be your worst enemy. Yeah. Um, and I, I, they kind of do it from a place of love sometimes. But um, you just just be ready for that. That's yeah. you just have to be ready for it. Um, or if you just want to work in silence and not say anything, that's cool too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know that self talk—that's the important one. Yeah. You know you're always going to have haters, family, or friends, or others just out there trolling, whatever. Um, but self talk—that's something you can control. Yep. You know you have to deem yourself worthy. You have to believe in yourself and your cause, and believe in your why and why you're getting up every morning to do what you do, mm-hmm. and to connect with others because it will happen. Yeah. You just have to keep grinding. It's not going to happen overnight, but you have to keep going after it day after day and working on yourself. That self development, which seems to be a common theme popping up throughout this talk, and you know creating that that person that you want to be. 
Yeah. And um, yeah, you should never you should never feel satisfied with it. You should feel proud of mm-hmm. where you how far you've come. But you know, there's always something next to go after. Yeah. And I think uh, one of the big things that's really helped me overcome a lot of that negative self-talk is affirmations, Um, Mm. because you will believe the things that you say to yourself. You hear yourself more than anyone else ever. Yeah, (laughs) and it's important to say these things out loud to yourself. Yeah. Um, So the more you repeat them out loud, the more your subconscious is going to believe those things to be true. So instead of, you know, me saying, oh, I'm always late or um, I'm a bad communicator or I suck at this. You know, I have affirmations that say I am great at this. I'm getting better at this every single day. Um, I'm a great listener. People want to talk to me. I think there's a 24 hour challenge where they do or they do this where you act like what you say is really going to happen. <laughs> so it, it sounds funny, but you know, you, you try to say something different because you, you don't want you want all oh, like I would die if that happened. Like yeah. you took that seriously, you know, you don't want to die. Yeah. Um. So find something else to say, maybe something more positive. Yeah. Um. So that, that's a twenty four hour for twenty four hour challenge that you can you can incorporate yourself. Yeah. One of the funny ones I saw somebody say was instead of saying, um, oh, that scared the life out of me, saying, <laughs> oh, that scared a million dollars into my bank account. Yeah. <laughs> or or uh, with the network marketing, that scared a couple of like people on my team yeah. or something like that. It's, it's, it's pretty funny, but it, but it's true. You know, you should think about that and challenge yourself to that 24 hours. Yeah. Another challenge I've seen is every time you think or say something negative about yourself, make a tally mark. Mm-hmm. for the entire day and then look at that at the end of the day and I think a lot of people will be really surprised how not nice they are to themselves and if you were to think you know what if I was saying all these things to my mom or what if somebody was saying all these things to my friend how would I feel about that and most of the time it's not good so why are you doing it to yourself yeah and uh, a common thing that you're, you'll hear from your friends or your family is a lot of things they'll say is uh, oh you've changed well, that's I mean, a big one. It is a big one, and a lot of people like that. That makes them feel guilty. But the the thing is, is like nothing ever stays the same. Mm-hmm. So you should be changing. Like, do you really want to be your middle school or high school self? Hell no. No, I don't. I mean, <laughs> sorry I, I, for I, cursing. Yeah, <laughs> I like myself in high school, but I, I was a little immature. I mean, I'm going through my teenage years, you know. So, I mean, you just. Yeah, you're going to be constantly changing. Yeah. Uh, and so don't let them feel guilty for that. You're, you're trying to make some things. You'll make some new friends along the way, or they'll catch up, yeah. one or the other. Um, but a good question is to ask yourself, and I got this. This is not for me. This is from um, Dan Millman, a book called Peaceful Warrior. Um, but to kind of help you stay in the present, into the now, ask yourself these three questions. Where are you? Well, you're here. Uh, what time is it? It's now. And then what are you is this moment? So these are just kind of three questions that you can ask yourself to kind of help you keep yourself grounded into the present and not, you know, venture into the past and all that negative self-talk. So those are all the dream killers that we wanted to talk about. And there might be more. There's there's probably definitely. There's a lot more. There's definitely more. These are just kind of the tops that that we see or that we face personally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But we wanted to just kind of recap. I know we've talked about in each of those how you can overcome them, but just to kind of tie it up with a little bow. Um, Overcoming dream killers 
the biggest thing is to have a strong mentality. You have to be mentally and emotionally strong to overcome these things. You can't, you know, be wishy-washy and like let every slight inconvenience or negative word just kind of derail you from everything you want in life. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think one of our mentors actually says, well, uh, have a thick skin, soft heart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not the other way around. Yeah, not the other way around. Don't have a soft skin and a hard heart. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, Angelica touched on affirmations and how yeah. important those are. And you can create your own, uh, mm-hmm. or you can get get it somewhere from out of uh, if you if you if you like scripture in the Bible, you can get something out of there, mm-hmm. or you know whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, positive self talk. I know that's another one we talked about a lot of, yep. and that's very important. I, I do challenge you for that twenty four hour challenge. Let us know how it goes. Yeah. You know, right on our page. You know, how did the twenty four hour challenge go did you tally up a lot how much i mean how, how many what negative self-talk did you did you talk to yourself about yeah. yeah um and then another one is don't listen to the naysayers mm-hmm. um a lot of people especially when you start off on a new business venture or a new endeavor and especially like network marketing um you know it's a different type of business model and it's one that is not completely understood and it's one where you know there's a lot of negative connotations around it i guess yeah. i would say um so don't listen to all the negativity you have to you know figure out what's right for you and work towards that yeah exactly and then you know you can work in silence you know you don't have to and i'm not saying if you're in network marketing you can't really work in silence <laughs> but you know, what i'm saying is like you don't you don't have to like boast out what you're doing or or to your family and friends if you don't want to yeah and if there's people that are always negative about it just don't bring it up around them and honestly like you shouldn't even be be spending a lot of time with them if they're going to be that negative towards you like are they paying your bills no we've talked about association before (laughs) why are they having such strong opinions about what you're doing unless you're doing something illegal yep um but yeah, and just, you know, keep pushing for your dreams. Don't quit. Don't let yourself get derailed or distracted or, you know. Yeah, just don't quit on yourself because um, if you quit on yourself, you'll definitely quit on others as well. Yeah, so, yeah and then think, you won't achieve your dreams. Exactly. Um, so our question is, is kind of what are your dream killers? Let us know. Um, mm-hmm. You know, are they different than ours or there's something similar that we connect with something Mm -hmm. um just let us know on our page what's that quote that you always say about the graveyard and dreams oh yes the uh, it's not my quote i got it from the quote yeah i think i got it i can't remember who said it It was either les miles or et i believe um et's eric thomas by the way um but i think the quote was the richest place uh on the world is the graveyard because people were too fearful to take uh, a hold of their life and they held on to their dreams, to their ideas. Uh, they let people talk them out of it or they talk themselves out of it. So they, those inventions that could be made, um, those ideas, those yeah. business relationships, are they died with them, the individual. Yeah. So the richest and place is the graveyard. It's really sad to think about how much potential is just gone yeah like how many things could have been because people were afraid or just didn't take action on their dreams for some reason so don't let that be you yeah because it should it should worry you because what i'm saying is like you could connect with somebody you can connect with somebody else in the world 
mm-hmm. out there. Everybody has that connection with somebody out there. Not everybody, but you could have that that, that dire connection with somebody out there. Yeah. And then they could have a connect, connection with people, and that's how that works. Yeah. You, know, you light candles throughout that. Yeah. So They're Changing lives. Exactly. So if you guys enjoyed today's episode and found some value in it, we would really appreciate if you would leave us a five-star review and make sure you subscribe to our channel. Share it out with any friends or family that you think might find something out of this as well. Uh, you can also give us a follow at ethos underscore legion on Instagram. Uh, you can also go and ask us questions and we can air those onto the podcast. And all you have to do is go to ethoslegion.com forward slash podcast. Uh, it's a chance to have your question on the episode. Another thing is, guys, if uh, if you found this uh, episode very valuable, informative, and you're interested in finding out more information about what Angelica and I do or interested in joining our downline, you can go uh, to our application page at ethoslegion.com forward slash join. And I hope you guys take care. We'll see you guys next week.